Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. Hey y'all, welcome to a bonus episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. Um, My flesh was like, Jess, wait until Sunday to record this and to drop it. But my spirit was like, no Jess, you need to drop this today. Um, If you listen to this past Monday's episode, I sounded kind of down, like... (laughs) I sounded exactly how I felt, like just down, like super down. Um, but this week has been going really good. I mean, nothing's changed, honestly. Um, but my uh, my spirits are in a better place right now. And um, last night I went to Bible study. Well, it was our revival. We haven't had Bible study all summer, so he always kicks off. Um, Bible study for the new, you know, I guess school year with the revival. And so revival was off the chain, okay? Definitely got my life. Um, but I just wanted to come on here and tell y'all what I realized. Um, so when I was talking on Sunday, um, well, because I recorded the podcast on Sunday and no, I lied. I recorded the podcast on Monday, but that was, that's my last Monday actually being able to record because I go back to work next week. Um, And at that point, I could not actually identify what to call the season that I'm in, right? Um, But after, like, prayer and YouTube videos and revival, I realized that I am in the waiting season. And I don't know why it took me so long to understand that that's what it was called, but I'm in my waiting season. Um, And so this morning... I watched this video that my cousin sent me um, actually last weekend, but I didn't watch it until this morning. And y'all, when I say that thing spoke to my life, it was actually by Bishop Eddie Eddie Long. Um, And in spite of how you feel about him, child, the man was anointed during that message. Um, And so that put me in better spirits because it helped me to understand that I'm in the waiting season and that even though my waiting season may be longer than what I would like it to be, it's definitely preparing me for something. Um, I thought I was just being tested. I thought I was just being, um, I don't know, cultivated. Um, I thought I was just being prepared. But today I realized that I am in the waiting season like that's exactly what it's called the waiting season so what is the waiting season the waiting season is basically the moment where you are being prepared for what's next not only are you being prepared for what's next but God is changing your mindset he's changing your character um because a lot of times we want things that we are not really ready for a lot of times God has bigger plans for our lives that we are not simply ready for and so in the waiting season that's when God is preparing us and changing us and pruning us to be prepared for where he is taking us next um so it's preparation but it's also protection because if you're like me a lot of times we try to do things our way so we try to attach our things ourselves to people and to things and to opportunities just because it satisfies us 
now or in the moment but God sees the bigger picture and so during your waiting season God is protecting you from selling from the things that are less than what he really has for you right a few weeks ago I told you how um I was told that God loves me so much that he will not allow me to align myself with anything or anyone that will try to abort or distract me from the purpose and the plans that he has for my life, right? And so, in this season, I'm finally starting to get there. Like, I don't talk to any guys. Like, I've completely cut off all the guys that I was talking to. And it wasn't a lot, but the guys that I was talking to, it was basically just to um, basically take up time and to fill a void, that in the end of the day, no person can feel but God. Nothing, no one, no amount of money can fill me up or fill the voice that I have but God. You get what I'm saying? And so in this season, I have cut those people off because I don't want to hurt them, making them think that they're more special in my life or more important in my life than they really are because then that would just be wrong for them to feel that way when that's not the truth um, or for them to think that I really like them when I really don't like them in that manner um and so god has been like stripping my security away from me matter of fact let me flip to isaiah because i am studying the book of isaiah um this month and i uh, yesterday i read chapter five no chapter three and it says the lord also says because the daughters of Zion Zion are haughty, walking with heads held high and seductive eyes, prancing along, jingling their ankle bracelets, the Lord will put scraps on their heads, basically make them bald, okay, of the daughters of Zion. And the Lord will shave their foreheads bare instead of a belt, a rope, instead of beautifully styled hair, baldness, instead of fine clothes, sackcloth, instead of beauty, Brandon, your men will fall by the sword, your warriors in battle. And so when I read that, I was like, God, what are you trying? What do you want me to take away from that? Like, I don't get that. So I read it again. And then it hit me. God, in this season, God has been removing everything that I find security in. And I'm going to be honest. I find security in talking to different guys. Okay. I find security sometimes in my friends. I find security in the likes or the reposts that I get on social media. That um, feeling of being accepted or being, um, I don't know, what's the word? Oh, I can never think of the word. Oh my gosh. Validation, right? This season, God is stripping away all of my security because I have to learn before I, before he takes me to the next season that my security is found in him. Even money, like my money been looking real funny, right? But that's what something that I found my security in. Even though my spirit man knows that my security is found solely in God and nobody or nothing can do me the way that God does me, my flesh finds security in these things, right? And so just like the women in chapter 3 of Isaiah, God started to strip away all these things that the women in this um, part of the Bible found their security in they found their security in their looks they found the security in their men they found the security in their nice jewelry they found security in their nice um clothing and God stripped all of that away they found security in their hairstyles God made them bald okay and 
In this season of waiting, God is stripping me away of anything that I could find security because he doesn't want me to mishandle it in the next season that he's taking me to. Right? Because the promise that God has shown me is that I'm going to be wealthy. Well, baby baby boy, baby girl, when God starts to bring in the, the finances that he's promised me he's going to bring me in, I am going to appreciate it way more because of the dry season that I'm having right now. I'm going to be able to manage my money way better in the next season because I'm, I'm, I'm having to learn how to budget right now because I don't really got nothing. You get what I'm saying? So, in this season, God is preparing you. God is protecting you I don't know if everybody who listens to this is in the waiting season but for the people who are in the waiting season who've been trying to figure out what why am I going through what I'm going through God why do I feel like I am going through hell why does the season not feel good remember last week or not last week but on Monday I told you that every season is your season whether it feels good or whether it doesn't feel good every season is your season because you're still learning how to you're learning God in a different capacity or in a different role in your life and in this season I'm learning God as my father and my security, right? Because God knows that I have been finding security, excuse me, in these things that really don't mean nothing. And so remember, this season of waiting is for your protection and it's also for your preparation for the next season. And so I wrote down like this little list because I literally got home and came to my notebook and wrote this down, the waiting season. So I said what I thought it was. I already told y'all that. What is it? It's preparation and protection. And my next question for myself was what have I been learning from this season so far? I have been learning two things, humility and trust. Humility and trust. I have been learning. Y'all, this season has humbled me. Like, I always think, I already think of myself as like a pretty humble person. But when I tell y'all this season has been humbling me like no other. Like, I've had other seasons that have humbled me. But this season is really humbling your girl. Like, humbling me. Humbling me. But my pastor always says, you can't preach what you don't know. And you can't teach what you, well, you can't preach where you don't go and you can't teach what you don't know. Like, I'm going to be able to reach women who are going through what I'm going through now that I probably would have never been able to reach or really understand them if I had not been in this situation myself. Like, this season has been humbling. Humbling. And I thank God for that. Like, because it could have been worse. Like, my waiting season could have been 10 times worse because at the end of the day, no matter how bad you may feel like your life is or how bad your storms may look in your life, there is somebody somewhere who would pray to have the problems that you're complaining about. They would rather have your problems than the problems that they're dealing with. I remember, I remember on Sunday at church, I did a little video because um, my church had a back-to-school drive. And here I was, like, complaining about my funds or whatever. And this woman got on the camera, and she said, she started crying. And she was like, y'all don't understand how y'all have helped me. I got six kids, and they've been wearing the same shoes all school year, and they've outgrown them. And if y'all had not had this um, event, I don't know where I was going to get them new shoes from. And here I am, pouting. Because I haven't been able to be sh- do shopping or do what I usually do in this season. But all of my needs are met. You get what I'm saying? So there is somebody who would rather have the problems that you are 
dealing with and the problems that they have. So in every season, still be thankful. Still be thankful. Um, So I've been learning humility, but I've also been learning trust. Like my trust for God has been growing. Again, this season does not feel good. The waiting season is frustrating. It is lonely. It is, uh, God, it just does not feel good. But every day, I go each day trusting God a little bit more. I I tell myself, even in the morning when I wake up, I can't worry about yesterday. I can't worry about tomorrow. But I trust that God is providing manna for today. He's providing my needs today. He's providing my needs today. This morning I woke up and I started praying and... um. What dried in my spirit was Matthew 25, verse 24. Oh, not 20 verse. Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. Um, it's the parable of the gifts and the talents. And the person said, his master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. And I just had to remember, Jess, you got to be faithful. You may have little right now, but you gonna have a lot in the next season, you have to be faithful. God wants to know when you're waiting season because God is faithful. God is faithful. And so many of us are faithless because we only praise him and we only thank him and we only be in a good mood when things are going our way. But how are you when you don't have your way or when you don't get your way or when things not going the way that you want them to go? Are your bank accounts a little funny or you don't have anybody that you can turn to. How are you going to handle God in those seasons? How are you going to handle God in your season of the wait? And so I literally have to, have to like be intentional and say, Jess, get out your feelings and start praising God because he's worthy of that. Whether you have a lot or whether you have a little, I think it was Paul who said, here's my secret of being content. I know what it is. to. I know how it feels to have a lot, but I also know how it feels to have a little. And God, the same God who was with me when I had a lot is the same God with me when I have a little. You get what I'm saying? Like my, my circumstances may change, but my God is the same. He's consistent. And so the devil will love for us during this season of waiting. And again, this episode may not be for everybody, but he would love for us to just Throw in the towel, be pouting, you know what I'm saying? Just watching TV and eating and just not telling God anything or talking to God. He would rather us just ignore God. But I'll be doggone if I let the enemy win in this season. I'm going to praise God. I'm going to continue to push past my feelings and past my emotions. I'm going to continue to push past what I'm seeing or what I'm not seeing. And I'm going to continue to praise God because he deserves it. I don't ever want God to look at me as a type of person who only he only hears from when things are going good. Because I know for me, I hate to hear from people only when things... No, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I don't like hearing from people only when things are... When they happy. You get what I'm saying? Like, I just... Like, I just feel like people like that switch up on you. Like, they only talk to you when they in a good mood. You get what I'm saying? Um, and that's the same thing with God. He he don't only want to hear from you. He don't only want to hear your praises and you, you being happy when everything's 
good but he wants you to still have that same trust and faith in him when things are not so good and y'all i'm not sitting here saying that my life is just terrible it's uncomfortable but i'm still blessed my knees are met you get what i'm saying my knees are so met and i'm so grateful to god and god told me one morning while i was like god i just don't feel like i'm gonna reach so many people like I don't have that many Instagram followers, blah, 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 blah. You know, just being a brat. And God told me, Jessica, there are souls that need to be saved. Who cares about how many social media followers you have? You have souls that need to be saved. You understand what I'm saying? You have souls. Who cares how many social media followers you have? The people that need to hear a word through you from me will be drawn to your um your podcast. That's what it was, too. I was also complaining because I'm not on social media like that for a while because I really need to get my mental together. And I was like, okay, God, like, what I'm supposed to do when I be promoting this podcast? Like, what if the people don't come because they don't see me posting it? And God told me again, there are souls that need to be saved. The souls that I need to hear a word from you will be drawn to your podcast. Don't worry about that. So, I don't even know how I ended up on there, but... God, God is so faithful, y'all. God is so faithful. And I'm so irritated with myself because it took me forever to realize that I'm in the waiting season. I'm in the waiting season. (laughs) Jesus, I'm in the waiting season. And you may be in the waiting season. I don't know. Um, The next scripture that I want to tell you. Oh, another thing I was praying And this is what I was going to tell you. So, talking about how, um, let me go to Daniel. Talking about how, talking about how, um, hold up, hold up, y'all, I'm sorry. Hold on. Pause. Okay, so talking about how, you know, you got to praise God even when you, you're you in a season that you don't really care about. It made me think about um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when I was praying this morning. Um, after I watched the video that my cousin sent me and I started praying. And my favorite, this is my one of my favorite lines from the Bible. Every time somebody says it, like it just runs, it sends chills through my body. So y'all know the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, and the king threw them into the burning furnace, right? And he was like, um, like who gonna save you? Like if I throw you in the burning, the burning furnace or the blazing furnace because y'all won't worship me, y'all won't bow down and worship me, who gonna save you? Like what God gonna save y'all then? And he, they turned to him and they said, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know your majesty that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Y'all let me read that again. If we are thrown, and this is from Daniel chapter 3, verse 17. 
and 18. It said, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not... We want you to know your majesty that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Listen, listen. So enemy, <laughs> even if you throw, if you play tricks with my mind during the season of waiting, right? Even if you tell me I'm going to be single forever, even if you tell me. I'm going to be single forever, so I just need to settle and just go with the first person that slide in my DMs. Even if you tell me that I'm going to be broke forever, so I should go ahead and join one of these get rich, these get quick. Jesus, I can't talk. Even if you tell me I'm going to be broke forever, so I should just join one of these get rich quick schemes right even if you tell me that i am not gonna find any more friends so i should just hang around people that no longer serve me purpose even if you tell me that god the god that i serve is able to deliver me from it and he will deliver me right from your your schemes enemy right from your schemes devil from your lies devil but even if he does not Right? Even if I'm in this waiting season for longer than I want to, even if I have to be single for a few more years, right? Even if I got to be broke a few more days or a few more months or a few more years until I learn how to budget my money, even if I have to walk alone in this season because I refuse to align myself with just any and everybody, even if I have to do that, I want you to know. That I will not serve your gods. I will not settle in this season. I will not worship to what you got going on. I will not worship the image of gold you have set up. That's what you got to tell the devil. That even if God. Oh my goodness. Even if God don't deliver me from this waiting season. Anytime soon. I'm not giving in. I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm not giving up. I'm not going to fall into depression. I'm not going to just go back to doing what Jessica used to do. Right? Because I know that God has a promise for me waiting in this waiting season. Right? That's like when you waiting for your food and you see other people going to get their food first. Right? And it's like, dang, like, I been ordered my food. I called my food in, so why are they getting their food before me? Oh, man, they had a salad. You got a steak with potatoes and macaroni and cheese and all that good stuff. So we got to cook it a little longer. Because salad don't take long to make, y'all. What I'm telling y'all is y'all cannot give up in this season. Y'all cannot give up in this season. Y'all cannot bow to the enemy's tricks y'all can't bow to his distractions in this season this season you gotta be focused solely on god because in this season your flesh is weak because it don't seem like nothing is going the way that it should go but even if god doesn't y'all that junk that not that junk i'm sorry god i mean like that that was slang but that scripture alone gives me chills that gives me chills every time I read it or anytime somebody preaches from Daniel 3 and they say that line like, oh my goodness, it just gives me chills. Um, and I wanted to read more and more because I know this is not supposed to be long because it is a bonus episode. So Lamentations chapter 3 verses 18 through 30. Lamentations chapter 3 verses 18 through 30. It says... So I say, my splendor is gone. Oh, no, that's not the 
That is it, but that's not the translation I want to read. What? Hello, y'all. Okay, three, chapter, verse 18. Chapter 3, verse 18. It says, I tell myself I am finished. I can't count the Lord to do anything for me. Just thinking of my troubles and my lonely wandering makes me miserable. That's all I ever think about, and I am depressed. Then I remember something that fills me with hope. The Lord's kindness never fails. If he had not been merciful, we would have been destroyed. The Lord can always be trusted to show mercy each morning. Deep in my heart, I say the Lord is all I need. I can depend on him. The Lord is kind to everyone who trusts and obeys him. It is good to wait patiently for the Lord to save us. When we are young, it is good to struggle hard and to sit silently alone if this is what the Lord intends. Being rubbed in the dirt can teach us a lesson. We can also learn from insults and hard knocks. Y'all, this season, that's all I've been going through, right? I've been struggling. I ain't gonna lie. I've been a little lonely. I've been getting insults and hard knocks from different directions and different people. But y'all, you have to trust in the Lord because he is good to those who wait on him. He is good to those who wait on him. And he is merciful, y'all. And it says, the Lord's kindness never fails. If he had not been merciful, we would have been destroyed, y'all. If he did not kill you, if you are not dead, that means that God knew that you could get through it. He knows that we can get through this season of waiting. So every morning that you wake up, I want you to say, oh my goodness, I'm one more day closer to the promise. I'm one day closer through to my breakthrough i am one day closer to what god has for me because if you had not been merciful i would have been destroyed like it would have took me out yesterday it would have took me out last night when i went to sleep but it didn't so that means that god is not finished with me yet that means that god is taking me through another day that's just preparing me to be closer to my breakthrough and to my promise and so i'm gonna wrap this up but i want to leave you with five things to do while you're in this season of waiting the first thing is believe god hears you cry he he hears your cry he sees your tears it says those that weep in tears sh sh shall sow in joy right so your tears are silent prayers right they are sowing seeds so if you gotta cry sis bro cry cry I cry like every other day and I'm not ashamed of it because I know that my tears are sending prayers up that my mouth cannot verbalize. Number two, put your hope in his word. Y'all, when I tell y'all the enemy be like saying little lies and slick stuff in my mind, right? And I, in my ear and I literally have to go against him with the word. I have to fight back with the word because if I don't and I try to fight my own strength, ugh, child he'll just tell me more lies so it's like baby boy you cannot go against god's word so i'm gonna fight you with that right number three lean not on your own understanding i told my best friend this morning i said this is a faith walk you gotta walk by faith if god wanted you to walk by sight it would be a little easier but you have to literally walk by faith if you understood everything that was going on, if you could see everything that was going on, if you could, if you had a plan for everything, it wouldn't require faith. So you literally have to walk by faith in this season and not lean on your own understanding. Because if you try to lean on your own understanding, you're going to be jacked up. Number four, do what God has told you to do. Y'all, 
I have something, a project that I'm com- I've completed, y'all. I completed the project at the end of last month because God told me to. Then when I asked someone to release it, he told me I gotta wait till October. I'm like, God, listen, you told me to. I had to last day of July to finish this project. I'm done with this project, and now you tell me I gotta wait until October. What? Why? 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 Right? And then it was like God, just, just like you can't fight with God. Like you, you're not gonna win. So either you can release the project and it fail because you want to be hard headed, or you can be obedient and wait and release it in October on the exact date that He told you to release it on. So I'm gonna wait on God, but in this season, do what God has told you to do. Be completely obedient. Be so like be obedient. If God tell you to jump, you better jump. If He tell you to jump once, you better jump once and not jump twice. You get what I'm saying? Like in this season, do everything that God is telling you to do. Because when you do that, you have to understand that He is doing something. He's preparing you. Number five, you have to be steadfast with your prayer. Don't stop praying. Do not stop praying. Whatever you do, do not stop praying. Do not stop praying. You may want to stop praying because it's like, okay, God, you're not answering my prayer on my time table. But keep praying. Keep praying, y'all. Keep praying. Do not give up. Keep praising God. Keep worshiping God. But whatever you do, do not give up. Do not give up and i'm going to leave you with this last scripture ezekiel chapter 34 verse 26 okay hold on let me find it um hold on i want to find the right translation okay it says um well okay ezekiel chapter 34 4 verse 25 through 26 okay i may do 27 it says i will make a covenant of peace with them and rid the land of savage beasts so that they may live in the wilderness and sleep in the forest in safety i will make them and the places surrounding my hill a blessing listen to this i will send down showers in season there will be showers of blessing. The trees will yield their fruits and the ground will yield its crops. The people will be secure in their land. They will know that I am the Lord when I break the bars of their yoke and rescue them from the hands of those who, who enslave them. Listen, y'all listen. I will, he said, I will send down showers in season. I will send down showers in season. So y'all at the right moment. God has already prepared what he has for us. But in the season of waiting, he's preparing us for it. He's already He already has something great prepared for us. But in your season of waiting, God is preparing you for it. And so I just wanted to get on this show because Sunday the enemy tried to get to me. Like even though I showed up and I was trying to pour into y'all, the enemy was still like trying me. Because I was not that hopeful on Sunday, right? But I still had to arrive. I still had to show up, right? Because I, the, I, I'm so happy that I've gone to a place where I don't move anymore off of my emotions. But I still show up because I know that this is not just a regular podcast. But there are people who are connected to this podcast. And there are souls connected to this podcast. And 
I'm not going to allow the enemy playing with my emotions and trying to get me stuck in my emotions to keep me from getting to God's people. But today, today, y'all, I feel renewed, right? Because I put my hope in God. My hope was placed back in God and my strength has been renewed. And so I wanted to get on to today and give y'all this bonus episode to let you know that even though you're in the waiting season to keep going, keep going, y'all. Keep going. God has something great for you. God has something. Oh, my God. He has something great for all of us. And it doesn't matter how long we are in the waiting season. I know it's uncomfortable, but don't bow down to the enemy's distractions and what he's trying to offer you because it's not worth it. It's not worth it. We saw what faithfulness looks like. When you're faithful to God, he's faithful to you whether you're faithful to him or not. But we saw what loyalty looks like with the three boys in the burning fire, right? They said that even if God doesn't deliver us, we will not bow down to anything or anyone else, right? We also saw that God is good to those who put their hope in him. And that at the right season, he's going to send out showers, showers of blessings. So y'all keep y'all head up. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. And um, I hope that y'all have a great weekend. I know tomorrow's Friday, but y'all have a great weekend. Remember to pray for one another. I'm praying for y'all. Y'all please pray for your girl. Um, Yeah, and I feel so good right now. Like, I feel good. I feel good. No, nothing's changed. I'm still in my waiting season, but I feel good because I'm going to continue to give God all the glory and the honor that he deserves. And the waiting season is perfect for that. So I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. And I hope y'all have an awesome weekend. I'll see y'all back on Monday.